Welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of the Seller Community Podcast. This is the News and Updates episode. And it's been a couple of weeks since we've done a news episode, Doug. Yeah, we've had, uh, we kind of changed our syncopation up because we had two great episodes. Yes. The miniseries, The Clothing Vault Story Parts 1 and 2 with Claire and Amanda. And those were, those were fun episodes and it's like, yeah, so it's been a little bit since we've done a news episode and a lot has happened and some, some of it's kind of old news now, like yeah. winter, seller, winter eBay seller update, bah, old news. We talked about that. It was kind of, eh. yeah, okay. Seller community podcast birthday. We know. Yeah. <laughs> we hit 25,000 downloads. We know. We know. <laughs> no, just to remind, well, old news, but just to remind our listeners a little bit. 25,000 downloads on our first birthday. That's worth another mention. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. Please, Liz is speaking. Let's hold applause for you. I'm sorry, Liz. The crowd crowd has gone wild. I know, I know. I'm going to let them have their moment really quick, right? (laughs) We'll just bask in our glorious 25,000 downloads that Mm -hmm. our amazing listeners have brought us to. We normally are, we're in this rhythm of doing an interview, then a news episode, then an interview, but we could not make our listeners wait. That's true. An extra week. So yes, that that two-part uh, The Clothing Vault story was too important to interrupt with a new segment. Clara and Amanda telling us the story of The Clothing Vault, how they grew that business, how it turned into List Perfectly. But what's interesting too is, you know, you get a part of that journey, but you get the deeper insights into how they were resellers, their inventory system, their, you know, experience with wholesalers, shipping challenges, and kind of the things they did, mistakes they learned from, and, you know, how they learned. And basically, you know, the fact that they're resellers, they've seen it all. Yeah. That was a great two episodes. And so many questions have come up since then from listeners that have asked Claire and Amanda in the Facebook group, you know, what did you do about this? What did you do about that? And I think it's going to lead to a bigger conversation really about scaling your business, being a larger seller. And that's only a part of the journey that led them to list perfectly. And a great part of that journey is early on, you know, they basically went viral and exploded. So we're going to hear about that at some point. And along with that, so we had a conversation about let's do a seller panel and talk in depth about inventory management. So that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. We have talked about there's such a hot interest in vintage, vintage clothing, vintage hard goods, uh, vintage linens. There's so much that there is such a big audience for the vintage market right now. I think we need to have a conversation about that. So let's clarify, Liz, though. So when you're saying vintage, you're saying 50s and 60s. No, Doug. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yes, I want to hear it. 50s and 60s are included, but also the T-shirt that you're wearing right now that you had when you yeah. first got married mm-hmm. is also vintage. So the OOs. Yes, the 2000s, Doug, are the vintage. Aughts. Is that what they are? Aughts? The Y2K. Y2K, okay. Y2K. Classic rock. Well, now it's classic. Yeah. Like vanilla ice is classic rock Ooh. now. Well, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> no, what it's you not. <laughs> that's just but, old school. Super yeah. Bowl. There right? you go. I think yeah. that's right. A lot of interesting guests coming on. And, you know, we're excited about some of the topics we've got coming up too. Just uh, 
different focus, but you know, still always seller, seller stories. We want to do that. Some different perspectives on things. Like I'm wondering, Liz, when we do the inventory panel, are you going to have me on with my five A, B, C, D, E clear bins? Hey, look, we laugh about it and we joke about it, right? But it's important. So, yes, why would you not be a part of that conversation? Thank you, Liz. I learned You're it from welcome, you. Doug. You told me clear bins. I like uh -huh. bins. They're uh -huh. movable. They're stackable. They're clear so you can see what's in them. Uh -huh. And, you know, I don't sell a ton of stuff. We know this. But what I like about it is I can picture, I can see the bins in my head. So I know. It's like if I sell right. that old Duran Duran book that I hid from my wife, it's going to be in, what bin do you think it would be in? C. Nope. D for Duran Duran. D for Duran Duran. Right? <laughs> but the point is different systems. You know, Liz has got a system that's clear bins, but she's got 150 something bins and she's got to the point where she's got numbers, she's got letters and, you know, whatever works for you. But when you get started, you're going to find, even if you're like, like me, a couple hundred a month, you need some kind of organization because you've got multiple things going on because it goes back to you are a business. Mm -hmm. So you've got to so, yeah. do all your stuff. And we've talked about that before, and we're going to have a more in-depth conversation. I'm really curious to see how Clara and Amanda did their inventory system, because I've actually seen their old inventory system tags, and I thought it was really interesting. That's just a little teaser. You'll hear more about it from them. Um, but it's different than the way I do things. And the way I do things is different than the way, you know, the next seller may do things like Teresa Cox. She doesn't like clear bins. She doesn't have the same system that I have. And that's okay. So that's coming up. I mean, we, I feel like I want to have a whole entire inventory conversation right now, but let's save it. Real quick though. Teresa's got an interesting system too, because she's got the rolling racks She's got certain types of boxes that she likes because, again, they stack and she moves mm -hmm. her stuff all around. It's a great system. But, you know, it's like, Liz, maybe if we did, you know, multiple episodes a week, we could fit this all in. <laughs> right. Or just have a three hour podcast about inventory management. There you go. That could happen. Couple parter. You know, everybody's got different things. Like we know sellers that have warehouses. Mm hmm. We know sellers that, you know, like you, you have a, a basement that's your dedicated thing. Mm -hmm. I've got, you know, my stacks of bins that stack nicely in storage. We've got sellers that had stuff in storage that, you know, they go back and forth or a lot of sellers that just do it all out of their house because it's all right there. I can't wait to have that conversation. And I hope we get to do that sooner rather than later. I mean, we could reveal all that's coming up, but that would be boring. In, it's not boring. It's exciting. However, we just have some news to talk about that's been going on. I mean, like you said, we missed a couple of weeks. We missed, you know what? I don't even think that during these last two weeks, we never did talk about the Poshmark drama of what was Poshmark changing the algorithm, sending the entire Posh community. Yeah into this really black hole of not knowing anything about how their business is going to be run yeah. on their side. The algorithm changed. The search changed. They came out with the Posh Ambassador 2 program. We talked about that a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but right after that, everything crashed. And then during a live that Clara and I were doing, 
you know, a statement came out with Posh saying that they were going to reverse the search. And that happened. Still a little bit iffy on the whole algorithm thing, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. But the added tool, if you are not an avid Poshmark seller and you're not in your Posh closet a lot, can you believe, Doug, that until a week ago, you couldn't even search your own closet? There was no search bar. Yeah, that we just sounds kind of odd to me. Oh, it was. <laughs> but we have one now. So that's really nice. That's good. Thanks for messing up everybody's sales for a week. Really, Posh? Really? Uh-oh. <laughs> Liz, Liz Rant. No. So, oh, I feel like I've just been on a roll, right, with these rants. But they fixed it. My sales were kind of consistent all the way through. It was yeah. weird, but whatever. Um, but Poshmark, they, they fixed everything. The community is like, okay, there's nothing to talk about. And then Posh releases something last week. I think there's good and bad, especially to that search thing. So it's kind of like, is they released this, people didn't like it. They listened to the community, so they reversed it. Uh, they had some other issues. Seems like with that stuff, they communicated with the community, which is good. They communicated. And of course, you know, you know how us, re us resellers are, right? Like you kind of get one strike and then you're on our bad list for a while, right? <laughs> like there's no well. recovering. I'll still sell on your platform, but it's kind of like really insert name of platform. But I have, but I have to tell you the the memes and the Instagram uh, reels and the TikToks were on fire for two weeks against oof. Poshmark. I felt guilty for laughing at some of them. However, you know, once you're on that bad side, it, it's hard to do anything right. So Posh released the statement. And I think it was originally released. It, they didn't put it on their Instagram feed. They put it in their Instagram stories. It's like, really, Poshmark? <laughs> really? You're going to put it in Instagram stories or I'll probably miss it. It's only yeah. live for 20. And of course, they ended up putting them in other places as it trickled in. So that was kind of a small outrage too. like, really, Poshmark? You can't even properly let us know. Maybe that was the new social media guy. You know what they were waiting for? They were waiting for a podcaster to pick it up and roll <laughs> with it to let the entire community know everything was okay, which kind of worked out really cool because Clara and I were live when somebody in the chat said, Posh just released this. Oh, that's right. And I text a friend and said, hey, you know, my phone under the desk while Clara's talking. I'm like, hey, can you send me a trustworthy source for this? They're like, hey, this is on the Posh blog now. Here it is. Here's the screenshot. And we were able to talk about it live on YouTube. There you go. Kind of my breaking news reporter moment that will That's never right. happen again. With your fedora and your press card and your the right. brim with your cap. Right, right. My little notepad. But that's not the posh news that happened last week. That's all old news, right? Everything's back to normal. Doug, I, I said this. <laughs> I said it. And we were all expecting it because we should have just been expecting it. But Poshmark shipping has increased. I leave these right. for Liz. She loves to drop the increases. He gives me the womp womp stories, right? Um, thank you. That's like that sound lives in my head. Um, so Poshmark shipping... If you don't know about Poshmark, Poshmark is a flat fee. Everything is priority mail up to five pounds. 
a seller can opt to go up to 10 pounds, but it's it's an, a big additional fee for anything over between five and 10 pounds. But shipping is now anything up to five pounds, $7.67. So shipping went up 22 cents. Okay. Not that bad. More than some, not, but $7.67. I can't even ship a padded flat rate envelope on any other platform for that price. Yeah. Up to five pounds. That's like, you can ship two pairs of shoes. Huh. Now, I get it for sellers that sell small items, maybe jewelry, socks, t-shirts. I get it. You can ship it first class for three, four, maybe five bucks first class. But the great thing with Poshmark is it's really easy to bundle your items. $7.67, it's still so much lower than other platforms. 22 cents, Doug. Doesn't sound like much, does it? Adds up, Liz. It adds up. It adds up. You, you know what else adds up? What's that, Liz? Increased shipping when you sell on Tradesy. Wow. Yeah. Them too. Yeah. Tradesy. Well, everything's, everything's going up. It is. So on Tradesy, and now this is for their labels. Their labels are more expensive. There's a couple different ways to ship on Tradesy, but when you choose the prepaid label selection on Tradesy, that is a flat charge of $15 now. What? In a car? <laughs> <laughs> a brick? So, yes, it's going to be a flat fee of $15. I almost fell out of my chair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've made some early on shipping mistakes, but uh, wow. You can still ship on your own. So that is there. So yeah, that's a fun one. So if you sell on Tradesy, know that if you do their prepaid shipping labels, the price is going up. So Poshmark increases. Tradesy increases. Mm -hmm. What else, Liz? Man, you want me to keep the hits rolling? Keep them coming. <laughs> Etsy seller fees are increasing from 5% to 6.5%. All right. Wow. A lot of competition out there. Yeah, that's, you know, you think about it. You're like, from 5 to 6.5%, it's 1.5%. That's fine, right? But it adds up. It adds up so much. When you look at other platforms, what we just had a eBay increase of point. What was the increase? Like 0.3%. The 2022 winter seller update. That's a mouthful. 2022 winter yeah. seller update. You know, that price increase is all covered there. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. So, wow. Poshmark, Tradesy, eBay, Etsy. Yeah. Well, I mean, prices are going up crazy times now. You know, it's coming out of the last couple of years, you know, not to get dramatic or political, but the prices for everything are going up. Gas, food, everything. Shipping, wheat. <laughs> <laughs> Selling fees. <laughs> I had a conversation or we had a conversation with Clara on our live stream on the List Perfectly YouTube channel about this. And we were talking about it, you know, everything's going up. And it was brought up that, you know, Clara did an episode on how to price your items and made a lot of great points. Everything's going up. 
And as much as that stinks for all of our pockets, we also have to protect our own pockets. Don't undervalue your stuff. Don't undervalue your time if you can. Speaking from personal experience, it's about patience too, because that was a super early on mistake I made is like, if my stuff didn't sell right away, I'd freak out and lower the prices and it would sell, but I was selling because it was a good deal and I got less money than I would have if if I'd been patient. It's a true balance. You know, do, do I price it low to sell it in a week or do I price it high and hold it for a year? Do I price it in the middle and make a reasonable offer in six months? And, you know, that's, that's something that a seller's, that's a personal business decision because all of it works for different sellers, but you definitely want to keep an eye on that. You know, where it really hits you though, Liz is, or for, for me at least in the burrito. So a couple of weeks ago, I took my son out to lunch. We were doing some stuff, moving some stuff to storage, doing some stuff, spending some dad's son time, blah, 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 talking about football. And we have this uh, Mexican place we love called Aztec Taco. We go there, we get our burritos. Sounds the burritos delicious. were like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. That's when I realized, Liz, inflation has hit. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> no, we got groceries and I'm like, yeah. That's all we got for 200 bucks. Like yeah. how? A little bit of chicken, ramen. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, how do, how is that 200 bucks? Like, where's the rest of my groceries? Yeah, exactly. To where two years ago it wasn't. But so everything's going up and it's just kind of as we adjust our own personal lives for inflation, uh, adjust our businesses for this little inflation and, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I, I always tie it back to, you know, you're a business, always be willing to adjust. You've got to, you've got to adjust and follow the trends and buying trends change, selling trends change, but the price is stuff too. So you've got to be, you got to be competitive in your pricing. And we'll include a link to that video in the show notes where he's like, don't undervalue your stuff. That uh, yeah. live stream that uh, Clara did over on YouTube. Yeah. Speaking of list perfectly in YouTube, Doug. Yes. There, have you seen a change to the List Perfectly YouTube channel? Well, there's a lot more lives I see on there, Liz. Yes, but who can forget the Seller Community Podcast from List Perfectly? That's right. If you have missed any of our episodes and you are more of a YouTube person and you happen to be listening to this on a podcast because you just happen to run across us, we will be releasing some of our interviews onto the list perfectly youtube channel so as you're list as you're watching youtube and we come up and it's something that interests you go take a listen to those older interviews we could put a spin on listening listening you're you listening go. and you're listing so you're listening copyright that i gotta write that down Put that on a sticker, Doug. That's right. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Come on. Put it on a sticker. I put that sticker on my water bottle. Listening. I'd put that sticker on my water bottle. There you go. There's that. The podcast episodes will be up there. Been doing a ton of lives. We had the uh, the Clothing Vault Story YouTube premiere. That mm-hmm. was cool. That was a live. A lot more lives. And you and Clara, every Friday, you're doing the Clara and Liz Ask Us Anything show. Mm-hmm. That's good. Sometimes topics, sometimes open. As a matter of fact, Liz. Yes, Doug. We usually like to be seamless in time, so we can't be categorized into a date or time, Liz. Right. But this is important to note 
we're recording this on a Friday. Yes. You and Clara had your live earlier and you had some list perfectly breaking news. These are two cool updates that, you know, you think about them, they're really useful. The first one, there is a new issues detected filter that has been added to your catalog to where you can just click a button and search and list perfectly will tell you if you have any broken links on any of your platforms to your item. So if your item number that's in your list perfectly catalog isn't being found on the platform that you say it's listed on, list yeah. perfectly is going to alert you to that. Keep you from missing out on sales, having problem listings. So you'll see a notification on your catalog page that'll show issue detected and you click that and you will see uh, a list of issues to resolve. Yes. And this is something that I've heard in the community that people really, really are looking for um, before you just had to scroll your catalog. So this is going to filter it out for you for, you know, so you can just get through and do things faster, which is the whole reason we use this perfectly. Saving time, helping you be more efficient. So then the other item, Liz, duplicate listing change. So tell us about that. So click snob Liz. Yes. I hate clicks. I hate clicks. Like, just let me just list my stuff and let me just get it done without unnecessary clicks. The more that can be filled out and the less changes that I have to be make while I'm listing is going to save me time. So list perfectly has added the duplicate listing change in your catalog. You can duplicate a listing. And this acts very similar to eBay's sell similar. So when you do the duplicate listing, list perfectly will populate and just totally create a new listing and copy everything over. Yes. Well, in the past, list perfectly would do that on an existing item, but it would carry over all the platforms and the item numbers. What they've done is they've duplicated everything except for your marketplace and item numbers. And why is that good, Liz? And how does that help? Well, I can tell you for me, it saves a lot of steps. So I am a multi-quantity seller. So I may have 10 of these coffee mugs for sale. And I sell one. And I want to record the sales analytics in my List Perfectly catalog. Before, I would duplicate the listing, then have to remove all the item numbers, then put in my analytics, and then push save. Well, now, since the platforms and the item numbers aren't getting carried over, I do not have to do that. Nice. That's saving me like a lot of steps. On top of that, sellers that maybe sell a lot of similar items. So let's say if a seller sells a lot of plush, plushies, teddy bears, yeah. and they, they just go to duplicate listing to create a new listing. Well, they would duplicate the listing instead of using a template, which that's an option too. That's I would tell you to do that, but I get it. Some sellers duplicate listing and then would fill out their item and then have to delete all of the information at the bottom. You don't have to do go. that anymore. Yeah, that's good. So you're kind of starting with a clean slate, but a duplicate listing. Yeah. So, I mean, it works very similarly to a template, but it's templating exactly that listing. So a lot of time savers, and as Clara kind of spilled on the live, it is the next step towards getting auto delist when your item sells. Yeah. 
which is coming soon. Yeah. There are a couple of big cool ones that are coming soon. There are a couple of big updates that are in testing right now that are going to be really, um, really cool. I'm excited about. I am too. One thing I saw bubbling up, Liz, in the community this week is like just questions about um, List Perfectly support. Mm-hmm. So I thought we could talk about that a little bit. Sure. So List Perfectly offers 24 7 customer service support. Um, and you can find that at listperfectly.com slash contact when you're on the site. Or if you're logged in, you go to the uh, contact us button. And there are so many options there. So you've mm-hmm. got, there's like self-help stuff. There's that amazing record uh, video and you can do voiceover on your video. And so the interesting thing there is if you're comfortable with that, we can take that video and we can see what else might be going on. So sometimes mm-hmm. they've seen some things where it's like, oh, somebody's got a browser thing going on or there's something like that. And then you can, uh, there's self-help docs. There's a great list perfectly guide there that goes into super detail on everything. Some people like to read stuff. Some people like mm-hmm. self-help stuff. And you can even get to a point where you can uh, interact with a real person that's going to help you 24-7. There's those contact options, Liz, but we have a lot of other resources too, and they're for, so, for different things. So if mm-hmm. you've got like a tech issue, we want you to go to the site and we want you to submit a ticket because we get a number and we can track that and we go through your stuff and we can tie that stuff into your account. But the good thing there too is, is we also track that issue. So we, if we have to identify a global issue, uh, if we have to, you know, work on certain things. So I'll go in there because we have the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash list perfectly, which is a great resource, but that's not really for tech issues. That's for like, I would say general questions, general discussions, and it's not, just list perfectly related. It's all the selling platforms. So there are a lot of sellers on there that talk about all the platforms, ask questions, ask about selling. So if you've mm-hmm. got tech questions, you want to go through that support feed. Obviously we've got the amazing seller community podcast. That's a resource mm-hmm. for you. We've got Teresa's listing 101. Mm-hmm. Office hours used to be office hours, but now we realize that she kind of crosses over into different stuff. So it's basically like listing 101, maybe list perfectly 101. And so those are Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific. And it's a Zoom call at tinyurl.com slash office hours LP. And we'll put all this in the show notes. And then we mentioned this earlier. We've got our amazing YouTube channel, which has a lot of great videos on there, many of which Liz has done herself. She's a video queen. We've got the podcast. Tutorials. Yes, YouTube queen. No. And we've got the lives. Clara goes live. We have a lot of lives featuring Clara. We have the weekly Liz and Clara Ask Us Anything show where sometimes they do topics. Sometimes they just take questions. So there's that. And again, you know, the site content, the List Perfectly guide is on there. And just a lot of the, a lot of resources that are on the site, go to the help. It's searchable. We've got support. You can also, you know, submit a feature request if there's an idea you have. So one interesting one I saw on there was for Discogs. And so that's a music uh, marketplace and music database. So I'm familiar with it more on the database side where people mm-hmm. post their collections. And I see a lot of uh, 
a lot of posts like in, I'm in their Facebook group. So a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, just revisited this album, like Pink Floyd's The Wall or The Clash's London Calling or David Bowie's The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, Liz. So like vintage music. <laughs> I, that's probably from your college to. days. Yeah, probably all I listen to. And what's interesting though is all those albums that I mentioned would kind of be considered vintage even when I was in college. Yeah. How odd is that? Yeah. Huh. I know. They're all I from know. the 70s, Liz. I know. Maybe I know. one is 81. Hmm. How interesting. I mean, I was still a baby in the 70s. That's right. so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Disco skating. <sighs> interesting idea. So we, you know, we take those... Uh, feature requests via the site. Always nice to see. But I th the thing I wanted to emphasize is, you know, we had a couple questions this week about support, how it works. So I thought it would be a good time to mention that. Plug Teresa's Listing 101, plug the podcast, plug the lives, all that. I have three things included right. after you. Are they? I was going to say in closing, but that sounds so official. Like I'm cutting you off. And this is the end. That's right. That's so rude. This is not the Liz show. Did three um, more fee increases come in? No, these are cool <laughs> things. All these right. are cool things. We've just saved the cool stuff for later. You did mention Liz Perfectly on TikTok, correct? Yes. I have been more active on TikTok and it's been kind of fun. I think that the TikTok algorithm is finally starting to show me things that interest me like other resellers. Yeah. And I'm reaching a whole new audience of sellers that I've never seen before. And I'm having a fun time listening to them. Yeah, TikTok's been kind of neat. Even if you don't want to post, you should go on TikTok. And there are a lot of sellers uh, sharing bolos, their thrift store finds, little tips and tricks for different platforms that I didn't know about, shipping yeah. hacks. So I would challenge you, you know, go into TikTok and kind of search those things first. Otherwise, it's just going to throw you a wide variety of things and until they can really tune you in. Number two is going back to your uh, talking about the tech support. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, you're always in the Facebook group answering questions. How do you know all this stuff? I don't. I go to contact us and I use the self-help wizard. There you to go. To help other people. And I hope that if I have helped you and I have referenced that, that you don't take that as me saying, oh, here, go find it on your own, because that's not what I'm trying to do. What I want sellers to know is that you don't have to wait around for other sellers for hours and get frustrated where you could do the same thing that I'm doing. If a seller says, or, or even me, I'm like, oh, I my pictures aren't loading, right? Yeah. I can go in and say, what do you have a problem with? My pictures aren't loading. Okay. Oh, is it in this format? And if I can look at my phone and be like, son of a gun, they're not. Yeah. Okay. Well then I've just self-diagnosed it in a matter of minutes instead of waiting an hour for a group of people to guess what might be wrong. Yeah. Done. Um, so their tech support is very self-guided. And like you said, if you get to the end and it's not resolved, I can submit that video recording, which Liz perfectly just said, um, that they're coming out very soon. If not already, you can take your own videos and upload them now, if that's easier to where that yeah. wasn't a thing before. So it's very rare that I get to the very end of this self-help wizard 
and I don't have an answer. I could say, hey, I'm having a problem listing my things on Depop. And when I do that, it's going to say, hey, we have a current technical issue and Depop is not accepting XYZ right now. So I know that that's a Depop issue. Third, eBay. Spring seller check-in is right around the corner. This is a free update directly from eBay where you can go log in here up to the minute updates directly from eBay. And there might there's going to be some breakout sessions at the end too. Nice. So that's going to be Thursday, March 10th at 1 p.m. PST. And of course, Doug is going to put the link in the show notes. Yes. Vicky's not listening, but she'll see it. Hi, Vicky. So she can register for this, but it's sellerevents.ebay.com and go to seller led events. And you can actually, they've got these scheduled out for months. You can just sign up for all of them. So yeah. And about this event updates on the latest selling features and marketplace news, breakout sessions on seller tools, our sneakers and sporting goods categories and more seller networking and tactical selling tips from experts. Their agenda is posted guest speakers are posted so go take a look at that and then uh one quick thing that i was seeing this week and i usually don't i mean i don't go too deep into this anymore but it was interesting that ebay released their earnings and they took a little bit of a stock hit because they didn't hit their projections mm -hmm. but i think and they also you know we're talking about too is and this is definitely something that we need to think about as things are starting to open back up, the markets are changing. People were stuck at home for almost two years. A lot of, yeah. a lot of people were stuck at home for almost two years and e-commerce did really well. eBay did really well. All the markets did really well, part of that. And I think that, um, you know, eBay came out and they kind of said, things are starting to change folks. So we need to be aware of this. So I would say, you know, I want to see what you think of it, Liz, but sellers definitely need to, you know, have that on your radar Maybe the sales we're, we've been seeing, we're not going to keep seeing. Some people are already talking about sales dropping off a bit. Yeah. Sometimes it's just the time of year, too. This is such a roller coaster. I joke about this with my friends. Like, I'll go on eBay and I'll take a screenshot of my um, daily listings. And I know we've got sellers that are like, oh, you need to have consistent sales every single day. List in a consistent market. List in a consistent. I don't. And my seller graph is just a roller coaster. And if I've only looked at it month to month, but I will guarantee you if I look at it on an annual, it will look like we're at an amusement park. <laughs> like it is so point. up and down. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. I, you have to be honest with yourself sometimes, too. Am I putting in the work? Am I doing all the listings? Am I listing high dollar stuff? Am I listing low dollar stuff? Is it consistent stuff? And then it's the market, too. Yep. And you know, Liz, I hate to repeat myself and bring it back around, but there's these certain things that you need to do and be consistent. And, you know, that's part of it. So, Liz, we we actually did pack a bit in. We had a lot of news and uh, anything else. Doug, I think that that is everything for today. I think your womp womp button got to work out this episode. Sorry, folks, all those fee increases that Liz had to uh, deliver to you. I, I apologize for that terrible <laughs> news. Hey, I got to bring you the eBay seller check-in. Oh, wait. Oh, what's that, Liz? 
Yeah. So I get to bring you the spring seller check-in for eBay. Yeah. All right. We still. That'll be fun. I'll see you there. Yes. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, that's all the news that fits, and uh, we'll be back next week with a great seller interview. Thank you for joining us on the Seller Community Podcast News Edition from List Perfectly. You can find us at thesellercommunitypodcast.com, leave a message or ask a question at anchor.fm slash sellercommunitypodcast, or email us at podcast at listperfectly.com. You can also post a question in the List Perfectly Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash listperfectly. Use the hashtag sellercommunitypodcast and mention Liz or Doug. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and be sure and subscribe. Tell your friends. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to leave us a review. Also, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Liz is at Colorado Reworn. I am at Snoop.Dougie. And of course, at List Perfectly. And you can always use our promo code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, for 30% off your first month of List Perfectly, or upgrading your plan. We will see you next, next time. Week. Time. <laughs>